Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! Welcome back, listeners, to The DK Project. Stopping in today, not even on a Zoom, in person. Obviously, wore his mask. We wiped everything down. He's in his own little bubble. No one can get near him. COVID-friendly space. Mr. Eric Perkins, how are you today, sir? What's going on, man? I, I've been to Lost Lake Creamery uh, so many times. And, and that's good. And it's and it's it's a pleasure to be in the backside of the building now. The back time. where all the magic happens. <laughs> exactly. Actually, the place looks a little rough because I'm here by myself all winter and no one's here to straighten up, if you will, because the boss doesn't come in again until probably March. So. No, it looks good and it's and it is it's very sanitary. You're, you're tip right. top, and we have to be aware of that. Are you uh, surviving the COVID? What are you doing? Just locking it down? I'm the only person i feel like at care 11 that is still broadcasting from home and has been since march i have not set foot in care 11 since march so how does that work then is that is that like an option like you go back when you feel like you can go back or it's not my call really yeah absolutely they just don't want you there (laughs) it's it's like i have a restraining order i went i went to get a uh vikings credential so i could you know we go to the home games right so i so i can go to u.s bank stadium and watch the vikings play and do dreadful things and and i i went to i the station to get my credential and they had to run it out to me they (laughs) they're staying your car we'll run it out to you i'm like okay i i i actually feel like (laughs) You got like a little bit of leprosy or something. They don't something. want anything near you. So they're letting everyone else in. I'm toxic, apparently. No, yeah. And I, I think this, and you know, this is not a CARE 11 decision. This is, uh, this is, you know, there's a lot of corporate tentacles that happen and, and, and decisions that are made as to, you know, how quickly we all reintegrate. And, and I, I think the recent kind of flare up, if you will. Yeah. Um, did did not help my cause, and and you know here's the bottom line: it's working from home, and 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 that's the thing. I mean, so will you go back then? It's a good question. Uh, the, the st- uh, stand by as cut we say down on the commute and uh, <laughs> and do it. So, do you have a studio at home then? Or? It is, yeah, and it's and God bless my wife uh, for letting me take over her office because that's where we get the best Wi-Fi in the house, and, w- and the way we broadcast. Uh, uh, is is through something called a TVU, which is which is like a basically a, a mobile live unit um, that kind of la- latches on to wherever there's Wi-Fi and wherever that you get a cell signal, you can you can broadcast from. It's wow. they're pretty remarkable, and and so literally, I've got a you know a studio camera in in my wife's office. Uh, I've you know we kind of you know decorated the background a little bit. Um, and then I've got two lights. I've got a top light and I've got a, you know, light in front of me and a TVU unit and my computer that I write scripts on and edit on. And then, you know, and I have an earpiece that goes into a, you know, an IFB and it's, and it's, yeah. So there's like, I, I turn on four switches, the two lights. Um, the camera's turned on at all times, so I don't even have to monkey with that because it's all preset and the colors Do are all Do they balanced. run that from the station then, from the control room? No, we have to have a guy come out and, and you know, if like, we had a power outage like a few months ago and all of a sudden like... I'm like, oh shoot, my camera's all reset. Like, what do oh. I do? And they had to come back out and you know rebalance. Sounds like Care Eleven needs to step up and buy you a generator for the crib. 
<laughs> That's what I'm sensing. Oh, uh, it's it's been it's been great, and like I've been honestly like my schedule as it is. Normally, I would go into work around. This is ballpark, okay? Because yeah. it's different. The sports is weird, but I'd go into work around two, do the five o'clock, six o'clock news. Maybe if I'm lucky, race home for dinner, and then race back. And it's about a 25-minute drive each way, so not a lot of time right, at home or right. help, whether it's having dinner or whether it's running a kid to practice or, you know, or helping them with homework or whatever. And then I'm racing back, you know, get there by 8.30 and, uh, and, and bang out the 10 o'clock news and then, and then, you know, wrap up all the emails and all that stuff, get home around midnight. And, and so, so, I mean, th- th- there was a good portion of the day where, like, I'd get my kids to school. They're at school all day. I'm then at work by two and probably don't come home till midnight and I don't see him till the next morning. I mean, so like as far as family time goes, oh, it's killer. It's, it's a helped kill- everybody. It's an awful schedule. It is an awful schedule. Well, I'm just no, gonna- but I mean the, the COVID has helped everybody because now you're now you're home. Now now, you're- now, you know, in the last nine months, I've had every meal at home. Yeah. I've been able to cook meals. We can meal plan and like, you know, I do Man, yeah, it's living. it's been great. No, it's great. And I get I, I do get to spend so much more time with the kids and my wife and it's just it's like, you know, I'm not I'm not banging down the doors to get back in right. because it's it is working from home. We are we are able to, you know, thank God I have a, a really good producer and a good staff. At Care Eleven, that are able to kind of keep everything afloat, and 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 we're able. But essentially, to still... you could stay home. I could. Ooh. I could. <laughs> Ooh, the plot thickens. Uh, we'll see. We'll I... see. You know, I. You know, these are these are decisions that I, I know they want me back, and and uh, and I, I do think it looks a little bit awkward when everybody's in studio and I'm. I'm still at home, and I, and I like. I, there's been free perk hashtags on Twitter and all that stuff. Like, like what do, what do you, you do? But like, you, you look around, the, look around at the other market, the, the other stations, and you know, I think that the Fox Nine sports guy is still at home, and the and the, and the Channel yeah, Five. Well, if sports anybody guys, should get to the studio. It's the Fox Nine guy, because come on, dude. They're they're nice, all at nice home. basement. They're all at home. They're all at home, and it, uh, I think other than Mike Max, let's say that Mike, because Mike Max is still. You know, hitting the streets and getting those gritty interviews, but he's uh, maybe no, it's just you, uh, you crazy sports guys. They don't want you uh, infecting the whole staff. I, yeah, or I, I, I like I like to think of myself as the designated survivor. If all heck breaks loose, <laughs> I can, I'm I, sure that's what it is. <laughs> Somebody could take over. I didn't think of it that way. Uh, yeah. So what do you? So I was doing a little homework, and you're uh, you're a California boy. I am with uh, a Pepperdine. Uh, Certificate of uh, authenticity. Yes, huh? graduate. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and 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 regret regrettably re- graduated in four years. Really? Like, yeah, and like you know, in hindsight, man, I was living in Malibu. Yeah, it, it was. I was. I it was next to the beach. Pepperdine is literally on Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, o- overlooking the uh, the beach and uh, the beaches in Malibu. That is a just, uh, just, that is a mistake on your part. You should have rode that out. It's ridiculous. I don't know. I was so chomping at the bit to get into the real world or whatever, and it was just like, oh man, I should I should have milked that a little bit longer. But uh, are the parents still out there? Um, no. So they. It was funny because we all grew up in Los Angeles, and then uh, as soon as I graduated college, they they buzzed out. And uh, L.A. can be a, a wear and a tear. Let's oh. just put it that way. <laughs> well, it's such a polar opposite from where we yeah. are now. Um, my daughter goes to San Diego State. Yeah. Uh, so I go out to visit her and da-da-da, and I, I can handle a four-day weekend, and then I, I'm ready to go home. Like, And right now, it's just absolutely absurd out there because they've got everything locked down. You can't do anything. 
but uh, but at you know at, at the time you were there, it you know it probably wasn't quite as forward as it is now, if you can say that. You know, I it's I still have a soft spot in my heart for it, and I still try to go back there because I do have friends out there. Uh, but uh, you know, I was out there last year, I think for a for a Vikings game or whatever. But like it's. And I got to get my In and Out Burger fix. Oh yeah, uh, but but other than that, like you know, the smog, the traffic, um, and just just everybody just having just being so totally immersed in themselves. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's just so weird. And that's it's, a, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> it's just like I'm uh, I'm good. I'm good. How I, they, had, uh, I had plenty of time. So there. how do you get from Pepperdine on the on the beach to the middle of nowhere in the uh, ice bowl here? Well, you, you you try to like figure out where you can break into broadcasting because I knew I, I, that's what I wanted to do. My dad was a was a broadcaster for a long time for NBC News, and so I, I kind of was I I grew up around it. I was I was completely engulfed in that world and enamored by it. And so I I started taking broadcasting classes in college. You know everything from. Doing being a radio DJ to to being uh you know a volleyball play by play announcer for the, <laughs> you know courtside or whatever it's just like it's just anything I could and then you know once I started doing TV I was like oh man this is it yeah this is it I just knew and it was like I I I I consider myself blessed in that regard because I know there's a lot of kids out there in colleges that that just they don't really know yet and it takes a long time and, and some people i know some people in their early 30s that still don't know what they want to do and what they want to be and that and that's cool but it's just like i just i figured it out early and it clicked and uh but then it was hard to hard son of a gun to crack in man yeah it was just like i i eventually my dad knew a, a guy at cnn and i was able to intern in CNN, and this is in the '80s, dude. This is, so I'm 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 old, but like this was in <laughs> this is in the this is in the late '80s, and I'm I'm interning at CNN in the graphics department. Okay, in the '80s, late '80s. Jesus, how old are you? Uh, well, <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I'm old, dude. I told you that, but like I'm I'm interning in the graphics department, and I'm literally building those over-the-shoulder graphics over the over the anchor's shoulders, and it was just it was. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but then I got a job at a, a Motorweek Illustrated, which was an oh. auto racing show on ESPN. Nice. And um, and I hadn't really kind of dived into the world of auto racing, but six months into that job, and I was just all about it. Man, this is like the, this is the coolest thing ever. And I wasn't doing much; I was just driving tapes from a production studio to an editing house yeah, whatever but that's I, but still a, it was like a grunt job yeah. but i was like but i was logging you know hour long interviews with bobby ray hall or whoever oh. else i was doing i don't even know what i was doing like and it was and and eventually through that i met a guy that that knew of an opening at the nbc station in tupelo mississippi oh back to tupelo big, big opening there um and oh, and that's, uh, a sh- that's a change in life right there it, it was i drove across uh, from atlanta to, to mississippi and i i remember seeing downtown exit and I just, I, the tallest building I saw was three stories. I was like, wait, what? Where's, where's the skyline? You know, and it was just like, oh shoot, there's a Shoney's. Uh, there's, that's, that's kind of, do you, that's like a Denny's. living baby. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, and then anyway, anyway um, eventually they got a mall. How long were you there? I was there three years. 
Is that so? Is that is that like a you pay your dues? Is and, that like the thing? Like uh, three years? Is that you know? Yeah, I now mean, I got a little cloud. Well, I can, yeah, if you make it that long, because yeah. you you know you're making thirteen five and you're just scraping by, which which sounds brutal, but in in Mississippi it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, right, right, right. King <laughs> but, of the world in Mississippi. Um, but like you know you you scrape by, but but what you're doing is like you're learning how to shoot you're learning how to edit and you're learning how to write and you're learning how to you know deal with deadline pressure and and being you know able to flex your skills in live situations and all that stuff that that really behooves you later uh and, and makes you a better how much has that stuff world? changed like you were saying you uh started off doing the graphics over the shoulder at cnn mm-hmm. and uh like that has to have changed dramatically at this point with technology and software to where it's yeah you know one sixteenth of the job it was at the time it's, you did it's it. interesting it's like it's like a lot of a lot of the business has changed drastically as you mentioned the technology and and the how things are digital now and and how you know we can we can get into all that but like you know it used to be where like i literally had a back like a shoulder pack that had the big cassette <laughs> that you stick the cassette. So the, the recorder is on your shoulder, right? And you put put the cassette in there. You, the, your camera's on the other shoulder, and and the camera's weighty and big oh, and huge yeah. back then. And and there's a cord that goes from one to the other. And then if you, you know, God help you if you need lights or anything like that, or and 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 you got to hold your own microphones and and shooting your own standups are hilarious because then you're you, you know you're. You're walking in front. You're you're putting a light stand where you're gonna stand. You focus in on that. You take the light stand away. You walk out there, and you're doing all this stuff by yourself. And you're, you know, but you're but you're totally learning the craft. You're learning what looks good, and you're learning how you know how things should be edited and the pacing of everything. And 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 so a lot of that has changed because now you know instead of like going and editing, and then like if you screw up, you're like ah, oh, you have to go back and race and all this. Stuff. Now it's just like literally, it's a control Z. And and it's, it just re-clears the edit. Yeah, your control de- Z changes everything. It, it does. It does. And anyway, so so all the, all the technology has changed. Um, the way people consume news has changed um, as we try to continue to evolve and, and meet them where they are and and be relevant digitally and socially and and all these things. And now, did you ever think? Obviously, in in nineteen eight, that you could ever do this from home, you know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. Like what a what a turn it's of ins- events! Insane, but- insane. Yeah, it used to be where we'd need a big satellite truck, yeah, out front and a bunch of wires coming well, in. You need and all the that big stuff. satellite at your house to get it to come in. Yeah, yeah. And wow. th- all that is all that is mind boggling, and how we can just yeah. It, so do you still uh, do you still uh, so from from Tupelo? Where do we go from there? Well, then 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 eventually. I get I get a job in Memphis, Tennessee. So bigger, I so better. basically I went from Elvis's birthplace to Elvis's home. You know, <laughs> I went from I went from Elvis's, you know, I, I was following his track, man. And then anyway, so so I ended up in Memphis at the uh, at the Fox station there, and it was it was it was fine. I was the weekend sports anchor, but it was better sports, right? I mean, Mississippi was wasn't all that bad. Like we were in the what view- do they have? We were in the viewing area of Ole Miss and Mississippi Miss, State. Yeah, so Mississippi State was like an hour south. And Mrs. Ole Miss was like an hour fifteen west. Wow. So like we so we we drive a lot in that job and 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 but we'd see SEC sports which was cool. But Memphis at least had 
like a golf tournament yeah. and a tennis tournament and so a semblance they of They probably minor didn't have league. a pro basketball team back then. Correct. No. This is like we we early. had the we had we had a CFL team. Oh. We had a we had the Canadian Football League made this big push into the US um in the 90s and and they decided to like hey let let's let's have a couple of US markets and they broke into Memphis and and we so I covered the Memphis Mad Dogs and I remember I went golly I went to Ottawa I went to um Why do you think that stuff doesn't work like like the the XFL and the Canadian these other football conferences and leagues that come to the US and they just they never work. They never work. But yeah, people are stupid enough to keep trying. And they keep trying. You're it's right. Such an enormous waste of money that And they get these huge backers too, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yeah, but this might work because they got Vince McMahon behind it. Or yeah. this might work because CBS has the rights and all that. Your soon to be former president, he must have been smiling when wasn't it just the XFL that tried again? Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, yeah. You, you can't touch the the football. They should just just don't it should be like a it. national stamp. Nobody else. This is it. This is our football. Nobody, nobody monkey with so it. So Memphis, you at least have something. I do, and I'm yeah, and I, and and by that point, I was getting pretty good, and like, but uh, yeah, but I, but eventually, my uh, weekend director, her best friend, who they used to work together in Green Bay was now the sports shooter at Care 11 working oh. under Randy Shaver. And ah. so she came down to visit my weekend director, shout out to Peggy, and um, and and she, she, hey, tell your boy to send a tape. We got an opening. Or like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to go to Minneapolis, do I? Or whatever. So I was like, ah, it's, oh, it's pro sports. Might as well. Yeah. Um, send a tape. And because, uh, like, keep in mind, like, L.A., Atlanta, Mississippi, Memphis. I'm still not. I don't know what cold weather is. No, no, no. no. (laughs) You've only just begun. (laughs) Welcome Uh, to Minnesota. Eventually, I got. I got the job. Uh, Randy liked me, which is hard to do. (laughs) Didn't he move to the? uh, He's the main dude now, right? Yeah, Randy's our news anchor. That's crazy. Well, he's been there a long time. I think, like, he just. uh, Yeah, he's still doing the prep sports extra. God bless him, and and uh, that's been going 37 years. So he's. He's been at it a, is it third? Yeah, I think it is, wow. dude. He's been there a long ass time. That's cool. But he's he's you know he he does a really great job and and uh, he's ingrained here and um you know they've given him a lot of great opportunities over the years and 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 same here same here. So uh, once you get here, now you did the Saturdays. Uh, I did the Saturday morning show, the fun for a while. show. Yeah, with Belinda. That uh, it, it looks like fun. It is. Like, it it's, is. It's so it's, laid back. And, yeah. And, She's really made that her own thing. Like that's a that's her, that's her monster. It's it's in a good way. It, it's uh, it's a two hour show. It's like a, a lifestyle show, but it's also news and it's uh, but it's like you know fashion and and cooking and all that. Right. All this, I mean, it's, it, when, I always get a laugh when when they're doing food and and out of nowhere, Bobby Jensen, whew, he's right there. <laughs> He's, Every time, he's he he's is a, there for the meal plan. He's a fiend, I yeah, love it. and unapologetic about it too. That's what I love about it. They'll just they'll just house food on that show. It's it's a good that was a good show to be on. I, I enjoyed that. I did it about a half a dozen years, and then they uh, yeah then they yeah they made yeah you know, things shuffled around, and I eventually became you know the full time sports guy. But you know it went I started as a sports reporter. Yeah. Um, then I was the weekend sports guy, and then I was eventually the the Monday through Friday sports guy, and and 
it's just it's it's great. It's a great gig. This is a great sports market, you know. Yeah, it, it well, really is. And if you think about, I unless mean, you like winners. Well, <laughs> and he said winners, not winters. But yeah, either one. But like, uh, I, it's you think about like all the sports markets around the country, right? Yeah. And and like, how many can say that they have MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL, WNBA, MLS, Division One college? Not you many. run you run down the markets, you'll find a hole in just about all of them. Yeah. Oh, they don't. Yeah, they. Yeah, but they don't have MLS. Oh, yeah, but they don't have WNBA. That's yeah, true. They, and 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 this this has every single one of them. And I think I, I think I counted. There's about four or five other cities that. But it's, it's, and and it's so and, that's a major market per se for a sports reporter. It is. I mean, you've got yeah. You've and got well, all yeah. And and you throw in Ryder Cups and you throw in X Games yeah, and you throw true. in you know Final Fours and you find you throw in Super Bowls that's and like true. it's been it's been fantastic. It's yeah. been fantastic the kind of stuff we have here. There's it, a, there's a vibrant high school scene. There there was. Yeah. Um, well, uh, it's yeah. coming back. I just got uh, I do the announcing for the the local high school team and they're looking at hockey and basketball late january so we'll see stay tuned for more after this word from our sponsors today's episode is brought to you by the good folks at grady restoration if you've got storm damage hail damage wind damage any of the damages that can happen to your house get somebody out there to take a look at it don't take on the insurance companies by yourself bring in the professionals at grady restoration These guys are top shelf, basically your set it and forget it kind of a restoration company. They'll come in, take care of everything, handling the insurance needs, ordering the materials, bringing in the contractors, and it runs like a clock. They're the best in the business, and you can count on them to get the project done timely and get it done right. Now listen, there's a lot of options when it comes to remodeling and restoration, but make sure you check out who you're working with and make sure they have a good reputation and aren't some fly-by-night company that just rolled into town. Go with the pros. Grady Restoration, 952-472-1570. Or check them out on the web at gradyrestoration.com. All right, project listeners. Time to spotlight another local restaurant. The pandemic's got us down, so let's order takeout. Give a local restaurant a call. Today's restaurant spotlight is Size Barn Grill in Chaska. Located at 500 North Pine Street, Chaska, Minnesota. Give them a call, 952-448-9001. I got to tell you, if you're getting takeout and you're in the area, you have to stop by and pick up some takeout from Size Bar and Grill. Their their menu is not just standard bar fare. They go above and beyond. They got it all. I'm telling you, I'm a burger guy. They got burgers that you're going to want to drive across town for. They have it all. They got pizza, appetizers, breakfast. And they're happy to put together any kind of a takeout package you might want. So make sure you give them a call and support some local restaurants. Again, Size Bar and Grill, Chaska, Minnesota, 952-448-9001. Welcome back to the DK Project. Project, project, project. Tell me about, uh, now I I was in uh, Spain a year ago. That must have been sweet. Yeah, it was real cool. Um... but I bring it up because I went to the Olympic venue. Uh-huh. Now you've done two Olympics? Five. Have you really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How? So tell me, I, I, the, the reason why I bring up my trip to Spain was it had to be one of the saddest, awesome things I've seen. Because the facility, all of the uh, 
buildings that were built, all of the uh, whatever pools, all all just sitting there. Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. Was that Barcelona? Yeah. 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 And and it was like pristine. I mean, they take care of it, but what what a waste. Yeah. Just sad. And there's like, so many of these stories. Like you, you, there's a website, and it's really cool. You can dive into it. Um, but just just Google abandoned Olympic venues, and it, it's you'll be astounded. Like, it's crazy. It's it's yeah. Like especially like some of the stuff in Sarajevo, with like these war torn countries that are just like, oh my god, that that's a luge track, and now it's got graffiti all over it, and it's just like. It was, which well, so which ones have you done? So I, I my first one was Athens Athens in two thousand four. And that was the summer games, and then Torino, Italy, in 2006, wow. and then uh, Beijing in 2008, Ooh. and Vancouver in 2010, London in 2012, and then I was, I was like, I'm good. Like, like you know, it's a, don't get me wrong, it was awesome, and and I imagine it's more awesome if you're of the age that can. I mean that's got to be extreme. It's a grind. It's, it's a grind, and like frankly, like my scaling back from it is in direct correlation to you know my child rearing days. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like like it got to the point where like all right now this is hard. Now like what are you? Fifteen days over there or something? Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah, Damn. and they're long ass days too because like you 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 get up and you're usually um you know, in, in a foreign country where like uh, an 11 o'clock newscast, because like during the Olympics, primetime coverage goes to 11, right? On CARE 11. And so our newscast doesn't start till 11 p.m. And so then if you're in Europe or if you're in China, <sighs> you're talking about a, a live shot at six in the morning right. or whatever. And you're having to be up and like be on point and be like looking <laughs> halfway, not delirious and just like slap some makeup well, and, on. And you were up all night there exactly exactly because they're primetime events where they are and then you're yeah you're chasing the the athletes and you're trying to get the interviews and you're trying to edit all the stuff for and 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 so these these days that you're working over there and this is no lie i'm not just saying this to like you know make it sound oh my we were talking at some days 20 hour day 20 hour days and and like like busting our ass days really because there was a yeah because it's just like there was a lot. I mean, you know, oh yeah, hey Perk, we're gonna need you in the uh, you know the eleven a.m. show. We're gonna need you in the you know this is a oh Lindsay Way or Lindsay Vaughn you know sprained her knee or whatever whatever it was yeah. like this is a huge story. Breaking blah, 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 news. Blah, all that stuff and they just you, you know and then like you know then we started to get into all the the digital and social stuff too. Oh, we gotta you know, we gotta feed care 11.com and we got to do all this all this it's stuff just for, you and a cameraman for twitter or? and facebook and yeah well yeah but we work with with the other uh stations in our ownership group so care 11 is owned by tegna which owns 48 stations across the country and so you know a handful of those stations are also there oh um, right, like, right so the atlanta station is there and the st louis station is there the Seattle station is there and whatever. And so we're all kind of like able to help each other and pool so, resources. But so, yeah, we're, it's a lot of work. I get that. Yeah, It's a lot of work, but well, like, it was sweet to see well, some of these the, countries. What's the goods though. I mean, like there's shit going on there so much. And you're just like the epicenter, like the whole world is watching these things for like two and a half weeks or whatever. Yeah. And it's just awesome. And you're seeing the behind the scenes. Yeah. Because you're housed with all the NBC stations, which are housed with the today show and, and nightly news that are out there there too so i mean wh- whoever lester holt's running around matt lauer's running around or whoever 
<laughs> and did he probably, make any advances? I'm not gonna say, <laughs> I just, as soon as I said that name, I was like, oh shoot, that's not good. <laughs> I almost said Brian Williams too. That wouldn't have been good either. No, but um, like you're, but you're seeing like, and so they, as the network that is that is hosting the Olympics, are getting all the best athletes coming into the workspace yeah. to do the interviews, to do the sit-downs with Bob Costas or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're like seeing Michael Phelps close up and you're, or, or Nastia Lukin or, 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 you know, Sean White or whoever it is. Yeah. Like, you know, there's just, I can go on and on. And, um, and I've, I've, pretty, I've probably run into them or, and or interviewed them because then they, then they have to go through the local gauntlet. Right. And then you, you put in your request, hey, I want, you know, so So do so. you So do you then get to, I mean, it sounds like you're going around the clock, but do you get to hang with any of these guys and, like, go out at night? Or, or is there any free time to, like, breathe? You're you're on a lot of shuttle buses with people. Wow. <laughs> so you can talk to people on Good shuttle times. buses. There's, you know what, we, we made a point of, like, you know, all right, tonight we're going out. Screw this. We're yeah. going to, you know, we're going to have them, them cover this event for us and like we just gotta like just to stay sane right you know what i'm saying and to like take in the experience yeah right like to actually and and we would make a point also of shooting the flavor of the place we were you know so in that way we got to experience a lot of these cities and these unbelievable places because like we they also they didn't want just the athlete stories they wanted the huh Oh yeah, wait. Right. Go to go to the street market in in Beijing oh. and eat the scorpions or whatever. You know, and it was like so. So out of five, which was the best and which was the worst? Um. So, and not from the work aspect, just like uh, yeah, I think cool le- places. Le- I mean, so I think Athens was fun. Really, Athens was a lot of fun. That's a fun. T- that's a fun place. Really? Greeks are awesome. Yeah. Um. But the but the they were had a lot of struggles behind the scenes. And oh, so, really? Well, that was the, that was yeah. my next question. They they were one of those ones that that have a lot of those abandoned places now, and that are probably in a lot of financial ruin because of of the Olympics and all that cost them. So so like like so I think the best run Olympics that I've ever been to was London. They were just they were everything was seamless. It was just the the venues were amazing. The the you know the. And are you noticing that while you're there, like in Greece, where you're like, Jesus, this is, this is hokey. Yeah. Well, and each one kind of presents its own challenges. Cause like, I think in, in, in Torino, we, the, the skiing venues were two and a half hours up the mountain and like, you'd, you'd have to go way the heck up. Wow. It was like a two and a half hour ride up there. And we were going up there every other day to cover Lindsey Vaughn. And it was like, oh my God, or Tony Benshoff, the luge guy or whoever else we were doing it. And it was just like, so we just spent a lot of time on the road on that one. And then Beijing was just crazy because it was so wildly and vastly different. And despite the fact that there was all these supposed liaisons to help us with the language, oh, they, right. they, it was awful. Like so, you couldn't, you couldn't communicate with awful. anybody and like the, and, and the place reeked and it was, uh, it was smoggy and, and, uh, there was, you know, we played this game called where's the camera? Like you could, cause it's a, one of these, you know, obviously they have a different political system <laughs> and, uh, there, there's you, no matter where you went, like you could you could find a camera and it was really? freaky yeah like we'd get off the hotel elevator walk down walk down to our rooms and there was like somebody with a chart 
sitting outside the elevator. And when you walked off, they, they like wrote something down and then like you'd walk all the way down the hall to your room. And as you're like opening the door to your room, you look back and you see that person and they're like, they're writing something else down as you're walking into your room. You're like, this sucks, dude. Wow. This is weird. Like what? <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, wanted to make sure you were safe. I'm sure yeah. that's what it was. No, Vancouver was sweet too. And I should, I should say, I should throw them in there too, because they were like Whistler where the mountain events were there. Um, that's beautiful up there. British oh, Columbia is phenomenal. Vancouver is dope. I, uh, I've heard, yeah, I've heard good things, I don't, but just seeing this one in Spain, like, how come they can't figure out a common ground where we have one location for winter? One, lo- I mean, what a waste of money. Mm. I mean, I'm sure it brings a ton of money in during those however many yeah. days, but real world, come on, what a waste of resources. It was, it, it's, there's, there's many stories out there of the tolls that these games take. And, well, and there's uh, many stories about the chaos that goes on in the, with the, with the kids in the village and the, you know, obviously all of that crap. But just being there, I mean, that's wow! What a what a what a nice thing to uh, have experienced because a lot of people don't get to see that side of it and uh, and get in the inside, you know. But, but there's also a lot of like, frankly, there's a lot of like security concerns too when you go to these things, and 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 you know they've got the the best security people in the world working on these things, and but it's also you know such a such a stage for potential disaster. Oh, yeah. You know, what I'm saying especially in so, today's climate. Yeah, no and especially good. these you know international melting pots and these hubs of you know I, I remember going to the Athens Olympics in 2004, and it was just like this was like the first like I think you know international kind of major event since the since since 9-11 happened and, and right. I, there were so many so many people freaked out did it get a lot tighter did you did you notice yeah yeah and then you know I, I my cohort who covered the event in Sochi there was a lot of security concerns about you know especially cyber over there oh, and, yeah. and worried about all that I, wow. I, know I know they went through a lot of concerns in Rio about whatever and this everyone has to but we were supposed to go to Tokyo this year not myself but but Carol Evan was and and obviously that got pushed back to right. to next year how weird do so. you think that's going to be for everybody i mean obviously the uh, reporters and whatnot will adjust but the athletes you know who are like hey this is my last one well shit now i got to do another year of training and i mean that really everybody's a year older it really throws a loop into the whole thing which could be interesting to see, you know, what exactly is going to happen because that's never happened before, has it? No. Where they've pushed one? Not that I know of. No. That's, that's it's it's going to be really interesting to see how that all comes together. But uh, who knows? Hopefully, they'll be able to do it with all the yeah. You know, I chaos. mean, was, yeah, the pandemic has been just absolutely wild. And and while you know my job has been okay because they you know they these sports teams are still offering up everybody on zoom i mean every every team is trying to stay in the you know in the news cycle and so they're you know oh here here's here's marcus felino talk to him he's he's you know here's eric kendricks he's up you for probably get, Walter yeah, you probably get a little more uh, got a lot of zooms access. going on a lot a lot of zooms going on with these yeah. guys i remember you know, my wife's like i didn't want to i didn't want to you know you put away the pans in the kitchen because I knew you were on a Zoom with Kirk Cousins. I was like, it's just, it's just, it's a weird kind of thing where you, it's all these, all these things are happening. And, and I, what I worry about is like all these, all these, you know, athletes that are, you know, trying to get scholarships or, you know, or losing seasons going into all this and, or even just youth athletes that are trying to develop their games and, and, you know, actually get 
better at what they're doing, and it's just they can't take the ice, they can't hit the courts. Oh, and it's I've just got, like, uh, this stuff scares me, what man. What do we have? My daughter graduated last year, so I'm very familiar with that class, this current class, and there's a couple of athletes who are, you know, three-sport, you know, strong athletes for Mound, West Tonka, and uh, they're just getting, you know, that was the big thing with the football. you got to play football because all these other schools are getting looked at, you know, and are uh, the athletes who are at schools where they're able to play. So it just, it screws everything up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's a whole nother, that's another show down that's the road. That's a whole nother show, you're but right. But they, um, so fast forward, now mm-hmm. you're now you're covering the Minnesota teams, which I say with a chuckle because there's always something. It's it's never. It's always something, it's dude. It's never it's crazy. Smooth. It's crazy. It's just like, oh, gosh. It's actually probably <sighs> like, the layup for your business. I mean, they you don't have to find things. It comes to you. The the, the drama ensues. It it's does. crazy. It does. And uh, you know, it's it is crazy and it's it's uh it gets juicy sometimes too, but um and and there's a lot of there's a lot of passion here in in this town for these teams and you know, when when a Twins team, you get your hopes up and then they go, you know, they lose their 18th straight playoff game and you're just like, are you kidding me? Really? Again? Well, you almost get like a little you got a little callous, you know, like you are expecting it now. Like to see them actually win would really be wow. You yeah. know, the Twins have actually done it. You know, yeah. they won the World Series twice as of late, and uh, but nobody, you know, uh, the football team. <laughs> football team is it's the the percentages of like there being fifty four Super Bowls and the Vikings still haven't won one, and it's just uh, God bless, you know. It's and time I, though. It's time. It's time. Dan Bailey, start making your kicks. Oh uh, yes, that's on my notes. I made notes. Is he still employed? Yeah. Are yeah, you kidding he, me? He is. Well, there's three games left. He's he's been reliable in the past. Uh, they're they're gonna chalk this one up to uh, it being just a case of the mental yips, and 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 we'll see if he that can sounds move like forward. I think there's a collective kind of special teams uh, f- failure that goes far beyond just the kicking right now. I I think there's the the amount of special teams mistakes this year has been ungodly. It is it is like it's oh, crazy. Oh, for sure. It's it's really been traumatic but to 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 see that many muffed uh catches on the kickoffs and the and the punts and then to see your kicker miss that many kicks extra points well it's just and it's not just Dan Bailey this is like we've had such a bad run of kicking woes yeah. with the Vikings <laughs> haven't they it's just like oh my god it seems like such a basic position too like you got one job yeah they got a, a Gal at Vanderbilt kicking for him now. It's I mean, to the it's to the point of if if they do make one, you're like, oh, oh, good, yeah, let's yeah. go. Well, this is gonna be a good game. We you made know, our field goal. Like it just it just used to be one of these things where it was just like, yeah, nailed it, automatic, forty four yeah. yarder, let's get it. All right, yeah, right. you're not surprised when they make it, but now you're just like it's like white knuckle every time it's a twenty eight yarder. But we're talking like, about billion people in the country. Like we got. And and this is your guy? Like, you can't. And you're paying real money. It's not like, hey, we're going to pay minimum wage. We're going to get somebody. They're not. They're paying they, real they, money. They, they fired their long snapper earlier in the season. You know, it was funny because his name was Austin Cutting. And they ended up cutting him. And I, uh, <laughs> so, I so I said, "Well, that does that mean they're going to bail on Bailey?" Is that, no, <laughs> this is true. I, 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 these how players much that are falls living up to their Zim, name? though. Huh? How much that falls on Zim? 
Um, he's he has been. I've seen him tee off on his special teams coach several times this year. I I don't know how much that falls on Zim. Are I, you are you in there when they're when they're in the locker room and and not this year? No, not well, this year. I suppose not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every every other year, you know, we we are we are in the locker room after the game where we're seeing a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Man, um, and and we go to every road game too, and so we're seeing a lot of a lot of stuff on the road too. That, That's. Uh, that's an interesting point, and you're you're actually able to go to games this year, right? You can be on the sidelines. We can still go to the home games. Home games. We yeah. cannot travel. We cannot travel, and that's uh, that's. How weird like, is it in that stadium with nobody in there? So bizarre, dude. It's just it's got to be like a, a, an elite level practice, basically. Well, you can hear people yelling. Uh, you you can hear you know you could you don't even need them to be mic'd up for the coin toss. You can hear you can hear the guy yell heads. I mean, really? it's like what? This is crazy. Yeah. Like you like like ever since. Griffin was here with the with the Cowboys and like you could hear the smack he was talking on the field to the guys. It really, was, it was awesome. It was like it's it gives you this whole new kind of perspective as to as to how it all goes down and and like that that's the thing about sitting like near the court at a Timberwolves game. You hear all that trash talking and it's it's, it's it brings a whole nother level. It's going to make intrigue. the game a lot more interesting. It does. For sure, it does. It does. And because they just, they're back, they're going to go play. Yeah. Now. now if I were to pick a sport where I would think you're most COVID like, you know, like in danger, basketball's probably it. You know? And then yeah. on top of that, I don't, I don't even want to talk COVID. It's such shit. You got a hard out? What no, no, on? no, we're good. We're good. Uh, you just give me the signal. Um, cause I got I got a list. Um, Ricky Rubio, <laughs> they get him back? Yeah. He's back. He's what, back, baby. What are we thinking? I, He's I like sure now. I always liked Ricky. Um I just they're, they are trying to do the right thing. They are they are they are so snake bit. My God. Oh. I mean, what is it like? Thirteen out of the last fourteen years, they haven't made the postseason, and then they finally get good, and then Jimmy Butler blows it all up. I don't know, dude. It's like it's like. Uh, well, with this track record, though, Jimmy Butler will probably be back. I mean, why not? Right <laughs> after he takes a complete dump on the city. Jimmy Butler's not coming back unless Carl <laughs> Anthony Towns has left the building. Let's just put it that way. No, but I I, I, I think they've got so I like every year that's the one team that I that I really for some reason get really blindly optimistic with. I'm like, well, man, this this might be this could things be might, it. yeah, this could be you know, they could at least con- contend for that eighth or seventh spot in the West this year with this talent, and and like I still yeah. believe it. Hey, I'm like I'm like I'm you're looking officially at, a Minnesotan. They now. got the number one overall draft pick. I'm like, well, this guy's got to be good, and they, you know, they they got Cat and they got D'Lo, and you know, they've, you know, they they've got some intriguing pieces, and this Malik Beasley kid who's supposedly really good, but it's really is a, it's for all, a Minnesota team. It's as well constructed as a team can be, this you know, with the new additions to the team, I mean, you know, after this, it's got to be Saunders. I mean, really? No, they've got they've they've you know they they've got a lot of people behind the scenes, not just Ryan, but Gerson Rosas and some of the you know some of the data and analytics people, and they've got some amazing people on staff. Yeah, um, that have proven track records of success, and so I'm still. And, and last year was such a weird scene, right? And yeah. so you can't really, you know, they didn't they didn't make the bubble or whatever. But they and that was with every every you know. But sport. they also blew up the roster halfway in between. Got seven new players. It was almost three quarters season. through, yeah. wasn't it? Where they yeah. just said everybody out. Yeah, I mean, and but but the, some of the pieces they've got now from that 
are really intriguing. And and while they're oh oh and whatever in this preseason, I don't think preseason is is much of a you know. And should we be doing test. preseason with the COVID? I don't know. Like uh, I felt like the football got off to a weird start because we didn't do preseason. Everybody bitches about it because it's worthless games. No, but oh, it's like oh my god, the motion. Absolutely you know? right. There's no way this Vikings team. You saw them start to get better. Yeah, like you, they were one and five, but you the, you could see the progress, and it was just like, oh man, if we had four preseason games, the, these these kinks would have been this bad out of the game. Right. I don't. I really believe. Well, that. and I think a lot of it too is especially with those rookie cornerbacks and all that stuff. That, Those guys uh, wouldn't have been that Delvin brutal. Cook, you just he cannot be away from the team. He has to play every game. Yeah. Cuz he's carrying. I yeah. mean, he's wow. You see well, like what when they when they didn't have him, the the Falcons came here and just <sighs> trounced him. I mean, that that was that was okay, if there's a sign of how good this guy is, that's it. Yeah. And I I think the same way about the way Eric Kendricks has played this year on defense. And you know, they they obviously He's been out what two games now? Um yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's been he's missed two games, and he, and I and I you know and both you know one of them was uh, escaped by the hair of their chinny chin chin against the Jaguars at home <laughs> without him, and that they've been and then they've had and, a couple of those games where they're just like, oh well, but even the even the last game, you know if if Bailey would have showed up. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, we're huge, in that thing. Huge, and it's not and the just morale. The, just it's went, not just the points on the board. It's the morale, like yeah. you say, and it's also the momentum that just that that just gets completely buzz killed, and you're just you're just taken aback. But like, I, I just I I feel bad like when the, when these injuries set in, and like I know every team goes through injuries, but to have season-ending injuries to Anthony Barr and Daniil Hunter on defense, yeah, those are your, those are your two studs, yeah. dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and you lose both those guys that you're kind of building everything around, and it's just like. Oh man, and you know you were tough. already rolling the dice with the rookie corners, but that was that's when you thought you had Hunter and Kendricks and and Barr and all these guys healthy, right? And, and you know when Barr goes out and and Hunter goes out, then you're just like, oh, and then you're just like, then you're just that's trouble. You're really, really well. And yeah. I did, you know, and I, I was pissed about the Diggs thing uh, when they got rid of him, but that that new kid. Uh, was he from LSU? Yeah, Justin Jefferson. He's been a revelation, and I, I'm, uh, you know, in hindsight, that they got that they got him where they got him. It's just like wow, those other teams missed the boat on this guy. And I know there's other good rookie receivers like C.D. Lamb and T. Higgins and guys like that, but this guy this is guy's something killing. Spe- Actually, special. Uh, him and Thielen, like okay. So and I and I'm not, you know, a big Kirk Cousins guy because I just think. If you're going to have a quarterback, he's got to look like a stone-cold killer. Yeah. And I don't get that when I see Cousins. So where do we go from here with Cousins? Do we have a plan? Yeah, well, they re-signed him, so I mean, well, right, uh, but, no, but, but like, come yeah, on. no, I think I think what we've seen cousins, we've seen cousins be successful when he's not asked to do too much, right? And there have been quarterbacks like that where you can get it done if you've got a Dalvin Cook and yeah, you've got a Justin Jefferson. That. We want like, no, you don't. You want an go. Aaron Rodgers. You want an Aaron Rodgers. Yes, that's what you want, right? We've never and, had one. Or you want a Patrick Mahomes. You want a Lamar Jackson. You want somebody like that. You want anything. But what we have, you can do a lot worse than Kirk Cousins. Oh, I'm man. sure. Yeah, like, totally. Oh, yeah, totally. And, and he is, he is, 
he, you know, just in the last few games, has, he's been he's been working on his running game. Fran Tarkenton's been telling him that he needs to run more. He's been working on running more. He's been a little bit more mobile. He uh, His mistakes have gone way down. I mean, he had like nine interceptions in like the first five <laughs> games or something like that. He's he's locked that up. And they that, that's when they started to really say, okay, screw this. We're going to give the de- ball to Dalvin Cook, you know, 35 times a game and, and just roll that way. Yeah. And I think with, with that and just the threat of Cook – opens up so much more. And I mean, our offense is powerful. I mean, we've got... The offense is legit, and and while Cousins isn't a stone-cold killer, yeah. I agree. I agree with you. I mean, it's hard not to agree yeah. with you. Um, but... When he's... he's But he can get you... He he can get you... Uh, I don't want to say that. He can... He can... <laughs> he can make you a contender, right? He, I don't know if he's going to take you to the promised uh, land, no. but he can get... He can, he can win if a playoff he had, game. He did it last year. He won a playoff game on the road at New Orleans, and that was a, that was a huge performance. Well, if you had a, if you had a, a Trevor Lawrence back there, or if you had a Mahomes, or you had, a, I mean, yeah. this is a different team. If we've got a, a gunslinger and killer back there, you're right. You know, you're which right. you got to have the money got, we're paying Cousins. You, you got, should be able to get anybody. I, I think the most. I think the mo- I think the most brutal part of the Vikings right now, and I do think that the corners have stepped up a little bit. I think Jeff Gladney's going to be a good player, but whatever. I I think I think the I think. Where is the defensive line's pass rush this year? Where is a pass rush? And I also think that the special teams is abominable. And I think, you know, those two things I think are, are the biggest killers to this team right now. And I, I, I also think that, you know, I, as we record this right now, they are, they've got three games left and they need to run the table. And if they don't, they're screwed. Well, you're Okay. And, 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 and I got other sports. And then to answer your question, what do they do moving forward? I, I do think you draft a quarterback. I do. Oh, you have to. You have to. You have to, because I don't even know who our backup is. Right. And that's so that means problem. he's nobody. That's exactly the problem. Like, we, if Cousins goes down, what are we going to do? And like, I can't remember that one game where Cousins was so bad. And, like, in the first yes. half, they were like, get him out of there. Get him out of there. But then we were like, wait, for Sean Mannion? Yeah, who? Who? Do, who? Wait, like, wait, what? That's our backup? Like, some of these other teams have, like, a halfway decent backup. Well, but, but isn't that how Aaron Rodgers and and some of the great ones, I'm drawing a blank right now, but, I mean, he worked under Favre for how long? Yeah. Until he then was ready to go. Where yeah. we're not even, like, we're not even farming anybody. We got, you know. I know. That's a problem. I, I, do, I, think, you need a, I think you need a young stud quarterback in there that, that can at least. Look at that you know, kid who, who filled in for Breeze. Jesus. Right. He's a player. Yeah. We'll take him. Taysom Hill's been. I'm, I'm been sure a, for thirty million he'll come over. There's there's exciting players. You can you can get guys. There are, there are quarterbacks to be had too. You just well, have sure to make it a priority. Too. You just have to make it a priority. And 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 you know in the last few drafts, you haven't had that luxury because you've you've had so many other positional needs that needed to be That's addressed true. before quarterback because you you at least well because you thought you could count on you yeah. know I mean he's solid he's just not a, you know. I know. So so okay. I know you got a heart out here, but we got we got to touch on this Gopher basketball situation. What happened last night? I mean, Jesus, we're six and zero, and you you're com- six and zero. You shit the bed completely on the road. Is that I? I that's one thing I can't say on television. I can't go on Care Eleven and say what you just said. Oh well, if you need, just call me. I'll say it on there. I don't care. I, I I'll just I'm maybe available. Have you, I'll have you cut a little stinger. <laughs> yeah, I'll for cut me. a little stinger for you. But but my thing is this: my my uh, son is uh, now a junior in college, so he played. Well, he didn't play, but his his uh, class played with Kalsher and that kid from Orono. And so I kind of have you know like a connection. I don't know. I've never talked to him, but I you know. But the Kelsher, come on, what he's either on. 
or he is off. Yeah. And lately, off has been on more than on. I think I think Gabe's one of those players where, and it's unfortunate, but to like the success of the team kind of is on him. And and yeah. like if he's if he's going to be good, they're going to be good, you know, because they've got some really other uh, intriguing pieces in there. And and Marcus Carr is developing into a really good player, and I'm I'm really he's glad leaving. his, his like, pro his pro. His pro career didn't end up happening, but like um, these these transfers are are exciting. Yeah, and like you know the Robbins kid, jeez Louise, he's, yeah, he's a beast, and uh, you know they got some really good pieces. I like what Patino's done in being able to develop the chemistry that he has in this non conference schedule with this all this all these new faces. Right, uh, but yeah, these guys that like Kalsher that have been there a few years now, they need to they need to take. So it to here's the, next the thing. Level. I know you get to get in there and you get to talk to these guys. Mm-hmm. And and what I need you to do is send a message to Kelsher. Get rid of the hair. <laughs> Fix the hair problem, dude. Go back to your old hair. Go back to scoring. Right? You think it's all related? I don't <laughs> I think it is. Uh, the, I can't I can't deal with that hair, man. There's, like, been, there's been some amazing hair over the years. Well, what's his the Orono kid? He's got a, quite a thing going there. Jarvis, yeah. Yeah, Jarvis. We we like Jarvis. He's we like his. Do you think he's gonna be a force there? because he's what? Now he's a, a, a sophomore. Yeah, he's just so gifted athletically. I I, I don't I He don't seems know. like he's a little bit wild. He's a like, junior now. Is he oh I, I think, No, sophomore. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because my sons are so, they're the same age. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, well, when, when, God bless. When 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 was I at the Final Four in in Des Moines? Was that two years ago or I don't know? Well, yeah, it was Jeez. here last year, wasn't it? No, because Aturu. Ah, oh, man, this this pandemic's got us wackadoodle. I just don't even know what what year. Like I had to like. Like the, we were, they were, we were talking about Mo Ibrahim, the the Golden Gopher running back, the other day. Is he just won Big Ten Running Back of the Year? And I'm like, oh, redshirt junior. Wait, wait. Oh yeah, I guess he is. And he's like, there. That's the hardest thing for me, other than Russian female tennis players' pronunciation names. Oh. Um, is 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 trying to remember what year college kids are because you know, especially when well, you're throwing the red. Now that back. we've cracked open the uh, the History Channel here. It could be age. <laughs> it could be an age thing. It, it, but it, I'm with you on those it, Russian it names. Be. I've been doing, uh, I do a lot of voiceover work for YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a, a UFC one that I do. Nice. And those names, what, what are you doing? I don't know. Who puts that garbage together? Dude, I had to say Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, I had to say Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, dang it. I had to say Giannis Antetokounmpo. God, I still can't do it. I, I, I honestly can't do it. I not know if you're right it. or wrong. I can't do it. I can't, like, I I had to write it out phonetically on my script and try to say it. I've tried, I, I have not mastered that name yet. And it's like, I remember I was like, I was in, uh, I was in, Denver covering the Wild in the playoffs when they played the Avalanche several years ago when they made their big Western Conference final run. And uh, I I literally tripped over the word Colorado like three times. I could not say the word Colorado. It was just like sometimes... Really? Usually I'm I'm pretty doggone fluid on the air. Well, and, and then like, you Dan Bailey it, it gets in your head. Yes, it's all it is. It's a Dan Bailey situation. Yep. I had the I had the yips. And, and, and not just that, but I had... Oh, that's a whole other story. I, I went to a, a a local hair salon. The drawer fell on me. Like they they opened up the drawer to get the shampoo out as really? I as I was laying back on this couch thing, you know, getting my hair, you know, shampooed out. Yeah. The drawer falls on my on my lower lip right here. And as I anyway, long story 
I had to go get <laughs> stitches. It was this thing. I had all this blood pouring Lawson out of my pending. face out of the salon. It was insane. <laughs> but like I get, I, I go to Colorado and I've got a big scab right under my lower lip. And so, and I got all these emails from people lose the soul patch who do you think you are and it was like and it was that i, I think it, that's when it was in my head that's when i messed up the word colorado like three or four times on the air in succession and oh, uh and strong the, road series and, for I, you and i also i also asked the guy at pepsi center where the coke machine was which was a stupid <gasps> just a horrible mistake but that's a whole nother story oh uh, the perils of the road Sometimes you have a bad road set. It, it was it like. was just a bad road trip for me <laughs> until Andrew Burnett scored that goal, and then all was all was. Then ready everybody, yeah, redemption. Yeah. Well, we got to get you out of here. I, uh, you're gonna have to come back. We My, got a, we got a lot to figure out. Do, as long as you got that pirate booty ice cream or whatever it's called, or like is that... I don't have any currently. Okay, but right, I know right. a guy. <laughs> I know a guy who knows a guy. All right, I hear you. So we uh, we got to thank Eric Perkins from uh, Channel 11 for coming in, or Care 11, I should say. Yeah. Um, for coming in, and uh, stay tuned. He'll be back somewhere down the road, and we'll get some more of the inside scoop on Minnesota sports. So thanks for coming in, Eric. You Have a great day. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, the DK Project Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.